0: What is going on, everyone? Welcome into the Brandt Partial Show. I am Brandt Partial. So, let's talk some of the top receivers for this upcoming 2024 NFL draft. And uh, one guy I wanted to mention was Jacob Cowing from Arizona. Jacob Cowing reminds me a lot of Zay Flowers last year, a guy that knows how to get open in the slot. He's very speedy, he's got really good acceleration. He's just a very good natural hands catcher of the ball. I was I was blown away by Jacob Cowing. He was kind of, you know if you look at the consensus rankings right now, Cowing's down the list at maybe about eight. So I turned on the tape of Jacob Cowing and I'm going. He was a guy that I I didn't necessarily wasn't really excited to watch because you think guy floor down the list from Arizona, you know de facto maybe he's not that good. But you watch Cowing, I mean you look at the stats a thousand yards the last two years. And then you watch him play and you're like, man, this guy just gets it. He can win vertically, uh, adjust to the ball. Uh, he can make catches on the sideline. So yeah, I came away super impressed with Cowling's game. I think he's a guy that's definitely going to rise up the draft boards. I think this is a guy that could work his way into like a top uh, two or three receiver in this draft class. So yeah, Jacob Cowling, Uh, from Arizona. Get him on your radar. He's a former transfer from UTEP, played at UTEP uh, from 2019 to 2021. Um, So yeah, I mean, impressive, impressive guy, Uh, really good, uh, muscular build, lean uh, body. Um, Yeah. Reminds me of Zay Flowers last year. Uh, Another guy, Antoine Juice Wells. I've talked about Juice Wells a lot. Really like all the, all about Juice Wells' game. He's a really good all around receiver, uh, good hands. Uh, he knows how to get open. He's a guy that, with his speed, can stretch vertically. Uh, he's got fairly good size, too about six foot, six one, uh, well built, about 200 pounds, uh, muscular build, and uh, a guy that's just very competitive. So yeah, Marvin Harrison, uh, the consensus guy, but the other, his teammate, Emeka Obuka, uh, no slouch as well. Emeka Obuka, number two consensus ranking. Uh, to me, I think Obuka's in my top three, four. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm ready to put him at number two, but I didn't realize when you, when you watch the tape, uh, Obuka is, is fierce after the catch. He really wants to, to get yards, turn up field. Uh, he's very strong. I mean, he can break tackles with physicality and, uh, yeah, he he is that he's a good route runner. Knows how to get open. Had a really nice game uh, against the Georgia Bulldogs, um, and he on those he can really work those out routes. And uh, he's good at um, creating separation. Uh, the footwork's very strong. Uh, knows how to manipulate DBs. Knows how to break down and cut. Uh, I really like him on um, routes where he's coming back, or he breaks to the inside and uh, out-breaking routes. So out routes, uh, in routes, slant routes. He's very good against very good running slant routes, and uh, just creates enough separation and uh, makes catches in traffic uh, very well. That's something Jacob Cowling was good at that from Arizona as well. Ameka Buka concentrates extremely well in traffic. Uh, So Xavier Worthy, Xavier Worthy. Uh, is a fascinating guy because his movement skills are are exceptional. He he moves, uh, it's easy, and he's good at contested catches. He can adjust. His body control is excellent, and he can fire off the line of scrimmage. I think his acceleration burst within like the ten to fifteen yard range may be the best of any wide receiver in this draft class. So yeah, Xavier Worthy. He sounds like he kind of had some issues uh, at Texas. Uh, I don't know if he was upset with the coaching staff, uh, but that'll be kind of uh, what to watch uh, with Xavier Worthy. But as far as the talent is concerned and as far as all the skills he has that projects to the NFL, it's all there for Xavier Worthy. And he's a, he's a super fun uh, player to watch. Consensus number three. Right now, he might be my number two. Just the 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 talent in the the way he moves in his run after the catch he's like obuka he's very strong too even though he's a little skinny uh probably could bulk up a little bit he's strong after the catch like can make guys break down the open field um and make them look silly break an ankle uh run through uh wimpy tacklers and uh yeah where he stepped up big a couple times in the oklahoma game so and he played very well in the alabama game so playing well in big time games um Two really good seasons as a true freshman and sophomore for the Texas Longhorns, and uh, that's why Worthy is viewed as um, a top two, three wide receiver uh, in this class. Some other guys, Malik Neighbors uh, from LSU. Malik Neighbors is he's uh, got very quick feet, uh, does a good job of getting off the line of scrimmage and uh, really working DBs. Neighbors is a guy that. He's got really good body control as well. He adjusts to the ball super well. I like the way he plays. He's very competitive, and uh, he really wants to to get the ball, turn up field. Uh, he's got good burst. Uh, right after he catches the ball, can really really get up field. So, neighbors is a guy that's consistently in the top like five to seven, five to eight range. Uh, I think Malik Neighbors is a guy that. Even if he's not viewed as like a top three to five receiver, I think you'll see him go. I don't think you'll see him fall in the NFL draft because this is a guy that's he's going to be a, a rock solid NFL receiver. Probably primarily going to play in the slot, but yeah, neighbors' game uh, is 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 good. And uh, he's been a guy that's, that's played some really good football for LSU. It'll be fun to see how uh, evaluators view him. I think he'll be a guy that uh, a lot of people like. I think similar to Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, just a, a competitive slot guy who, who's going to carve a role in the NFL, even though St. Brown even is, is talked about as a league guy. Maybe if Neighbors is never an elite guy, I think he's, he's going to find a, a role in the NFL and uh, will be a rock solid player. Some other guys, Keon Coleman, uh, played at Michigan State, and then is going to transfer this year to Florida State. Keon Coleman uh, has really good size. Uh, he's got a strong, muscular build. You see, he can really go up and get it. Um, and yeah, Coleman, he's got he's got good hands, and uh, the body control is is is, pretty, is good uh, for a guy that big. And uh, that's a tough loss for for the Michigan State Spartans losing him. But I think he'll find a a role at Florida state. And, uh, that will be exciting to watch him. And the other guy, Florida state has it, Johnny Wilson, Johnny Wilson. Uh, there's people claim that he's six, seven. I'm sure officially he's probably like six, five and a half, six, five and three quarters, six, six, probably not actually six, seven, but Johnny Wilson, uh, number 14 wide receiver for Florida state. Um, uh, he's got really good speed and, uh, I was impressed by the way he can he can go up and get it, uh, the body control for a guy that big, and uh, yeah he gets off the line of scrimmage. So Johnny Wilson will be a fascinating guy, and people will like him a lot for his size. I see a little bit of Drake London, just a guy that big that can move that well, um, in the in just like adjusting his body and make the catch in traffic. It's all very good movement skills for a guy that big. Romo Odunze uh, from Washington. So talking Washington, uh, Romo Odunze caught my eye. Odunze, the consensus number four guy. Odunze, you know, a lot of the receivers in this draft class kind of remind me, guys, in the last two, I see a little bit of Jackson Smith and Jigba. By the way, he just, Odunze knows how to set up DBs. He just has a knack, especially a double move. He knows how to really get uh, defensive backs to bite um, on routes, on fakes, and uh, Odunze has got really good hands. Um, he's got size. He his ball his contact balance is excellent after the catch. It's, it's, you see, you look like a defender is going to tackle him, and he can just slip out of that tackle and stay at his feet. So yeah, Odunze super um, talented wide receiver from Washington one of three talented wide receivers that Washington has Jalen McMillan uh, is another guy from Washington uh, to keep in mind so yeah there's there is uh, some talent on the Washington Huskies roster especially at the wide receiver position. So now we'll shift to, we'll shift to talk some D tackles. Mason Smith, Mason Smith, very good athlete uh, for LSU, was hurt this past year, but had an excellent freshman season in 2021. Jerzon Newton uh, is another guy from Illinois. Newton moves extremely well uh, for a 6'2", 280-pound man. He's a guy that uses his hands really well to shed blocks and knows how to, with his quickness off the ball and strength of the point of attack, knows how to get offensive linemen to lean forward, and then he can just kind of rip them off him. He's very stout against the run, uh, will make physical tackles. So yeah, those two guys, Newton from Illinois and Mason Smith from LSU, kind of the consensus two top two defensive tackles. I think Leonard Taylor, a uh, defensive tackle from Miami, is fascinating. He's got extreme burst off the line of scrimmage, and you see a lot of highlight tackles uh, for loss from Leonard Taylor. So yeah, Leonard Leonard Taylor, a really good defensive tackle. Um, some other guys, uh, Michael Hall from Ohio State. Michael Hall's a really good player. Tyleek Williams from Ohio State. So Ohio State's got a couple defensive tackles uh, that I really like. Are really good players. Um, Nazir Stackhouse uh, from Georgia's a good player. Stackhouse a big physical presence inside. It's a guy that's played a lot of football. Was one of the key starters. Uh, contributed a lot to this uh, 2022 national title run tight end Cade Stover. Uh, Cade Stover is a guy that stands out. Cade Stover is a big uh, physical uh, presence at tight end. 6'4", 251 pounds. Stover is a, he's got really good hands, uh, gets off the line of scrimmage well, and he does a good job of creating separation. Um, Is a little too physical at times. Uh, I think he could get called for offensive pass interference in the NFL, but yeah, Stover is a guy who, he's kind of like the consistent, or the Kind of consensus number two, three tight end. But yeah, he'll be a guy that a lot of NFL teams like because he's a very good blocker, uh, good run blocker, good pass blocker as well. Excuse me. So yeah, Stover, excellent uh, tight end for Ohio State who's be- been very productive the past couple seasons. And uh, you saw him really step up in big games. This guy that can work the middle of the field. So yeah, I'm a fan of what Cade Stover can do. Uh, he'll be a guy to certainly watch uh, at tight end. Jatavion Sanders from Texas, Jatavion Sanders, uh, he's like Stover. He's a good uh, all-around blocker. Uh, he does uh, show some good effort. He's got good lateral movement, guy that does a good job of getting in position to make it a, a, make a block when he pulls. So, yeah, Sanders Sanders is a really good player, too. Uh, he's up there. He's a consensus number two tight end behind Bowers. Uh, Brock Bowers is still the consensus number one tight end. Jaheim Bell. Jaheim Bell, I actually watched his tape last year at South Carolina. Bell, a really good tight end, too, who's going to have a chance to uh, improve uh, this year with the, the Florida State Seminoles as he will transfer there. So yeah, the tight end class, tight end class looks pretty strong. Brevin Span Ford from Minnesota is another guy uh, that I like. He's got a it got a nice skill set, athletic guy, shows some hurtling ability. Oronde uh, Godson uh, from Syracuse, he's an athletic guy, a uh, guy that's got good body control, can adjust well, uh, makes a lot of back shoulder catches. Uh, so he's certainly a guy to, to keep on the radar. So yeah, the tight end class, uh, really strong shifting to the cornerback class uh, we'll talk Denzel Burke. Denzel Burke um, Denzel Burke is very sticky in coverage and uh, he's really good in man to man. So some of the off- top offensive tackles for the 2024 draft uh, one guy is Joe Alt uh, from Notre Dame. Joe Alt plays very strong. He's got super strong upper body. Uh, I'm a I'm a fan of Joe Alt's game. I think he's a really good all-around tackle. I think he moves pretty well. Um and he does like the his side to side movement isn't great but he does a good job of staying in front of people. So, yeah, he he's a he's a good player. He's a guy that's kind of the consensus number one or two offensive tackle, Olu Fashino from Penn State. Fashino really looks the part. He's a big uh, thick offensive tackle, uh, very good a uh, very good run blocker, a uh, good pass blocker. He's got a very solid anchor too. Uh, I don't think his anchor wasn't as good as I thought for a guy that's kind of been the consensus one or two guy, but he'll be right up there. Uh, the BYU offensive tackle Kingsley Sat- Sat- T- T- My- Satamaya, I'm not sh- I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but he's a really good player as well. So pretty strong offensive tackle class. JC J. Latham from Alabama, too, a guy that was a, a five star, um, one of the top offensive lineman recruits coming out of high school a couple years ago. So yeah. J.C. Latham, uh, the BYU offensive tackle um, Kingsley, Joe Alt Notre Dame, uh, Olu Fashino from Penn State. Those seem to be the consensus four go- top four guys. Um, uh, Beat Andrew B- or BB BB from Kansas Cooper BB, excuse me, from Kansas State's a really good player too. Played some guard. Uh, looks like he's going to move to to tackle this year. So yeah, there's there's talent, there's a some good talent on this offensive line class. So yeah, interior guys. Um, I haven't really dove into some of them, uh, but some some names: Cedric Van Pran uh, from Georgia, Connor Colby uh, from Iowa, are some guys to to keep keep on your radar. Yeah, this offensive line class uh, doesn't kind of like last year's group doesn't isn't to seem to be getting as much hype uh, as some years, but yeah, I think there's some some good players. So, um, but yeah, and then uh, D, yeah, some more D tackles. Uh, I touched on Tyreek Williams, uh, Malik Hall, um, Tavondre Sweat's another guy from Texas to keep in mind too. Uh, pretty nice player. So let's transition back here to top corners. Uh, so I want to talk about Kool Aid McKentry. So, Kool Aid McKentry, I'm going to say he is my top corner. I love watching Kool Aid McKentry play. He's an excellent tackler. This guy just, knows, he just gets it, the technique's outstanding. You can tell he's been coached up by Nick Saban. Kool Aid just—he works back to the ball. He can mirror wide receivers so so well. His feet are very fluid and quick. He changes direction easily. Um, can flip his hips. He's got loose, greasy hips. He can make plays on the ball. He can jump. Uh, he can go make tackles. Kool aids just a, an all around, uh, really all around corner. And uh, I think Kool Aid is the the consensus top corner in this draft. Um, well, he is a consensus in this draft by most people. I think uh, when it's all said and done, he is going to be the number one corner. I think there is a couple other guys I'm going to mention uh, that are going to be in the discussion, but Kool-Aid McKinstry uh, is the top corner right now. My number two guy, Denzel Burke. So I've watched Denzel Burke now for a couple years because I watch Ohio State closely. Being a Michigan fan, being in Big Ten country, I watch Ohio State more often. And uh, Denzel Burke's got it. He's got what it takes to be an NFL corner uh, like they've touched. He he is um, regarded as one of the top Ohio State corners, uh, one of the next great ones. And uh, Denzel Burke, he's got a a strong, uh, muscular build. He's pretty thick, uh, lower end, upper body. He's fairly lean. Denzel Burke, he really does a good job of staying with receivers, can work back to the ball. He fights for every pass breakup. You saw there was... multiple plays, whether it was 2021 or 2022, he will fight and work to get that ball out and uh, will not give up on a play. So excellent competitive toughness uh, that Denzel Burke has, and he's a fearless tackler. He does not care uh, if, he, to, if a running back's coming to lower the shoulder, he will go down and make a hard physical tackle. So I'm a big fan of of Denzel Burke's game. I think he is my number two corner. I think he's most people's number two corner, but he's not far off from Kool-Aid McKinstry. Both these guys really stand out well their movement skills. I mean, Denzel Burke, They Ohio State trusts him in a lot of man-to-man isolation coverage. Same with Kool-Aid McKinstry. And uh, yeah, so Denzel Burke, really good corner too. And uh, him and Kool-Aid are my top two guys. So my number three guy is Kalen King from Penn State. Kalen's King. I really like his burst acceleration. He, I think he's a guy that uh, his instincts are outstanding. He reacts to plays extremely well. He's a an outstanding uh, tackler. He's got very good hands to come down with interceptions. A guy that does not drop interceptions when they're in his range uh, is a guy that played more snaps this year. Kind of was kind of looked upon as the second guy to Joy Porter Junior. But he is going to be the guy in the Penn State secondary this year. They also had Jair Brown, but yeah, will be the main guy this year in the Penn State secondary. So yeah, like Kalen King's game, I think. Um, he will get more and more hype as we go around. He's a former Detroit, uh, Michigan native. Um, it makes me think, you know, Sauce Gardner, uh, because a lot of good players coming out of the Detroit area. So maybe uh, Kalen King's kind of the next great cornerback from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, Detroit's actually produced a lot of – I think they have the – they're the number one now for most uh, NFL players from a city. But back to the, uh, the point of hand with Kalen King, he's um, – His game game is is very solid all around, and uh, you could make an argument that he is better. Uh, There might be some people that will make an argument that maybe he is better uh, than Kool-Aid or uh, Denzel Burke. I just like their movement skills a little bit more. I think they have um, a little, at this point, they have more experience than their overall game and technique is a little more refined than King. King's still a little bit raw, excuse me, but an excellent player nonetheless. So another guy, Max Milton out of Rutgers. Uh, Milton is a guy that will come back and work back to the football and make physical tackles. Uh, He's got fairly uh, good size, good length. Um, Is a guy who uh, he will compete. He will make tackles, uh, was a bright spot of the Rutgers defense. He's got speed uh, to be able to turn and run. He's also got burst. Uh, you see his ability. He, he blocked a punt uh, in the Michigan game this past year. So, yeah, Milton, he's a guy that's uh, kind of the, the consensus, number five, six corner. So he'll be the guy that's in the discussion, one of the top corners, and I'm excited to see uh, what he does this year on Arnold, the other Alabama corner. Uh, I shouldn't say that. I mean that with with all due respect. He's the, the him and uh, McKinstry were, were the the main guys. Redshirted in twenty one, got his chance to really shine this year in two thousand twenty two. And uh, Arnold, a lot like McKinstry, very quick feet, uh, changes direction well. He's a guy that will has very good play strength, and receivers do not push him around like McKinstry. Arnold's a physical tackler. He's got a good muscle build. He's lean. Uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of uh, of what I've seen from Arnold. Really, just watched some highlights and then a little bit of all twenty two in the Tennessee game. But yeah, Arnold, a very good player too. And uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, if he moves up. He's a little low. I think he's like the seventh consensus seventh corner, maybe. Uh, just behind Max Milton, Jason Marshall uh, from Florida. Marshall's movement skills aren't super great, but he's a guy that kind of reminds me of another Florida corner from a couple years ago, Kyir Elam, a guy that's just competitive. He understands how to uh, – he under. he he's got pretty good technique um, and knows how to play receivers, but just that kind of the overall speed and burst and change of direction, a little bit of stiffness is kind of what docks him in his game, but uh, can play the ball. Uh, he's got hands, and uh, Marshall played good football uh, for the Gators last year. So he's a guy to keep an eye on. Um, who was uh, there's another guy I wanted to touch on briefly. Um, oh yeah, Kamari Lasseter from Georgia. Lasseter will be is kind of when one of the guys that he's been a, a good starter for the Georgia defense, but not one of the guys that's really talked about in uh, with talked about highly. I should say, but Lasseter a rock solid player, and he's going to get a lot of shine, and he's going to get a lot of attention just playing on the Georgia defense has produced multiple NFL guys. But yeah, Lasseter, he's a he's a really rock solid corner. I think he's probably a guy that'd be drafted a little bit higher. I think his movement skills, um, even though he moves fairly well. Uh, I don't think his acceleration or overall top-end speed is as good as, uh, you know, Kalen King or McKinstry or some of the top guys, but a a good player, and he's been coached up very well uh, by Kirby Smart and the Georgia coaching staff. So, yeah, I'm going to wrap with that. Thanks for tuning in to Big Time Football Talk. Make sure to stay tuned for more episodes and clips from the show. Till next time, peace.